Mm. Mm. <laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. We back. We back in business, man. I got my co-host, man. You know, you already know what it is. You already know who it is. It's the co-host of the goddamn decade, man. You see it. Water. I got my uh I got my water jug right here. Starts off with the good morning and then the hydrate yourself and then remember your goal and then the keep chugging. It is now 144. I'm at the keep chugging mark on here. And uh by 9 p.m. this should be a done deal, man. I'll be going through this, man. Water, y'all. Drink it, get to know it, hold it, cherish it, embrace it. You know what I'm saying? Get your water, get your water cups up, get your bottles out right now. Get a pot of water and drink it straight from the pot. That's how I want y'all drinking water. I want you drinking it straight from a big-ass pot roast pot. Put it in there and drink it out of that. Let me know that it's real. And send me the video of you doing this. That's how hard I want y'all to go for this water right here, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about you feel me? Yeah, Tony's co-host, man. You see it. You see it. Yo, shout out, shout out to the Chatsworth. I want to give y'all a shout out. Um, Tony Ant, Miss Smiley, Crystal Carney, Nana P, that's Sizzle, Lana, Simone L, Passionate for God, Miss Re Renee, King Row 22, AJ, Hey Scotty, Eric Payne, Crystal Carney, Two Jesse, Randomly CJ, Nikki P, Hey Scotty, G Man 83, Autumn Leaves. Kiyomi, Big Fish, Simone L, Ty Frederick, um, Ashley J87, Miranda Cummings, man, Coco Puff, Mr. Enigma, Happy Face Lee, man, Martiz Bryant, Celeste Ray, G Man 83, man, Shoe Game Shan. What's up, y'all? Sharon Youngblood, Sherry Tucker. Appreciate y'all, man. Thanks for pulling up, man. We back in here, man. Verbal cardio. Back again. Like we never left. Got my producer extraordinaire in the studio. Yeah. She's in the studio. This is the last time ever. In the studio. This is literally the last time I will be in the studio. It's the final studio. It's the final one. It's the final countdown. The final countdown. Tony not taking my leaving serious. Are you? What you mean? You're not taking it serious. Give me, give me receipts on this Right claim. now. I need receipts. you to feel the fact that this is the last time. I do, man. He don't feel what it. What you want from me, man? You don't feel it. We'll be folding up on the air, man. Yes. I've been folded up free on verbal cardio. So let's end that today. Oh, man. I'll be holding it I'm together. Leaving I'm leaving forever. Feel that in your chest. I'm king of the holding it together. You no, you're not. I am. <laughs> on verbal cardio. Oh, on verbal cardio. I ain't folded up. I'll be talking about some rain for 82 episodes and. Held it together every time. You know what? Well, at least the chat. Slorita's crying. I know that much. Slorita ain't crying, man. Yeah, he ain't Slurita. got no soul. Well, actually, no. Slorita's hype because I'm going to be in his hood. Oh, wait. Never no mind. You ain't going to see him when you get out there. I know. He don't live in New he York. He don't live in New York. That man don't live in New York. He do not live in New York, man. <laughs> but yeah, Sabrina's going to New York. And she's going to start a podcast. I am. And I And she's going to continuously do the podcast. I am because last that takeover did well. Continuously. Even Amir was like, no, right? Take over pretty good. Yeah. She's gonna continuously do it. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Continuously. I just need I need to fix my laptop. That's that's so annoying. Continuously. Continuously. Yeah. She's going to be in New York, man. The center of the energy. New York is the center of the American universe. I'm glad you understand that. But by New York? Mm -hmm. I'll be be giving New York mad props. Mm -hmm. And I'm tired of people like dissing me and my city and like, especially when they're from New York. Chicago. I'll be showing nothing but love to New York. And then they be like, especially Sarita, man, they keep coming for my bulls for no reason. And then I'll be like, I'll be holding it in. Because when you come for my team, I'm coming for your team. That's usually how it works. But I respect for Sabrina. I'll be like, all right, I ain't going to go in on your team. Because I don't go in on you. Exactly. I respect Chicago. Yeah. And I re- I respect New York. Unless, but... Until we go in head to head. Right. Then it's fuck what you talking about. Exactly. And we're not even going head to head. And he keep coming for my bulls. And I don't like it. And I'll be holding it. But I, out of respect for Sabrina, I'll be, I'll be holding it together. I'll be holding it together. Um, what's new out here? <laughs> they said, "Don't worry, he gonna buckle. He gonna he gonna be baby deer legs out here crying Viola Davis tears." Oh, when she leave, I'm crying for sure. I'm crying in the car. Tough. Wait, you dropping me off at the airport? Yeah. Oh, shit. That was the plan. Look at that. That was, was the plan. I, was I don't know when the... I know. Sometimes Saturday. Saturday night, it's looking like... Saturday night? It's looking like... I'm, I'm that's not an update. Okay. <laughs> we'll know when she's leaving. Yeah. Just... I'm, so I'm leaving on a buddy pass, so everyone knows. Um, I'm leaving on a buddy pass, and we haven't really decided on which flight looks the best, because my homegirl, she wants to put me uh, in first class. Oh. She's like, I want you to be able to be comfortable. Mm. I want you to sleep the whole time. Mm. Like you know them, L. Right. Mm. I was with her. I was with her the other day. I saw the story. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I had to see the story to get the info. But you know, it's neither here nor there. I didn't know she was coming. It was a surprise. Mm -hmm. She's flight attendants, man. Mm -hmm. They be popping Mm -hmm. up. Mm Man. I saw the story though. Man, fuck the bulls. I'm saying. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. Bulls lost last night to the Clippers. I was pissed. I blame it on Deion Lack. <laughs> Deion Lack. That's, that's his team. I was just cussing him out. That's so random. It's so random, man. He's, He's from, from Cleveland. Ohio. He's from Dayton. Oh, Dayton, Ohio. Either way. It don't matter. <laughs> yeah. Clips? That's nah, so random. I don't, I don't really know too many people that actually are Clippers fans. I know Chaz's wife. I know Richard Barrett at the Comedy Magic Comedy Club. Deion Lack. <laughs> All three going strong. That's it. That's all I got for the clips. Clippers, they're going to the playoffs. Yeah. 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 They in there. They in there tough. So they will be in the uh, playoffs for sure. You know who else, right? Huh? You know who else? The Knicks is going to the playoffs postseason. Now the Bulls, on the other hand, we are in the play the play in spot. So um, we will we will have to do tournaments to get up into the to the playoffs. So we'll figure out where we'll land once we do the tournaments. Oh, so. somebody said Izzy is a fan too, a Clippers fan. Oh, so Izzy made did Yo say that? <laughs> no. Oh, Miranda okay. come in and said that. Which is hilarious that it's if it's a known fact that Izzy is a Clippers right. fan. <laughs> That's so disrespectful to Chaz. I mean here's the thing about Chaz in the group chat. <laughs> in the group chat. Chaz Lowkey talks about the Warriors more than his own team. So I'll be I'll be roasting that. I'll be like, yo, man, you you a Warriors fan because he loves Steph Curry and like, oh. you know what I'm saying? So 
But he rarely talks about the Pistons. And that's his team. So I just be like, yo, man, you looking sus. Because I come in, they'll be talking about college or some other basketball players. I'll be like, yo, them Bulls. So I'm always trying to shoehorn the Bulls into the conversation. Mm. I'm like, yo, but the Bulls, man, yo, forget what y'all talking about. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, North Carolina, that's great, that's great. But the Bulls. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always trying to get my Bulls in there, in the conversation. Because it's loyalty. No confusion. Loyalty. Loyalty. <laughs> no confusion. Bulls all day, goddammit. And we lost to the Clippers last day. We play the Lakers tomorrow. So hopefully we beat them again. Because every game counts. Every game counts. Shout out to um, everybody. I don't know if you listen to Verbal Cardio, but shout out to everybody that came to Tony Baker and Friends last night. Sold out show. Hot ass room in terms of temperature. Uh, the AC was it went down and yeah, flappers, so we were in there cooking. Um, but thank you to everybody that showed up. Um, it was a great time, great energy. Shout out to the comedians Ida, uh, Howie Bell, Franz, and uh, Jasmine Carter. Um, everybody did their thing. Good times. Two comedians ran the light. Man, so, so now I got to ban them from the show. And. Um, <laughs> You know, it just be like that, man. You know what I'm saying? I got to send you that clip. I had a, oh, the, the, the clock? clip, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, what are we looking at here, Tony? It was 20 minutes. Man, <laughs> Ida, Ida ran the light tough and she, she felt bad, but man, look out, man. She was feeling good on that stage, though. <laughs> <laughs> she was going she, from she English like, to Spanish. I didn't see the light, you know what I'm saying? That's why I said it's hot up here. And I was like, you didn't feel that eight minutes over. <laughs> you didn't feel it you didn't feel it in your spirit um well, yeah. shout out to everybody that came out i appreciate it man it was a good time and i i, I put somebody on stage who had a fear of yes. public speaking she was like yo i got a fear of public speaking i'm like man come up here man come up here and we're gonna conquer the fear so threw her up there and uh she said some words on the microphone she didn't have it she she wouldn't bring the mic to her mouth but you know Public speaking, man, is is new territory for her. But she did great. She went up there and did it. So we're conquering fears at my shows. Man, come to my shows, man. We're gonna conquer fears. Now I didn't have no snakes and, and spiders on hand to help in like a pit bull, because some dude was scared of pit bulls and you know, there's another girl scared of dogs. Somebody was scared of fentanyl and skydiving. The seventh um, floor. Somebody was scared of the ocean. Somebody was scared of losing a child. Somebody was scared of uh, the seventh floor or higher. Uh, Somebody was scared of ladders, falling off a ladder. Somebody was scared of the police. Two people were scared of spiders. Two people were scared of snakes. That's the whole front row dynamic right there. And that was a good time, man. So come to my show next next live shows next live weekend Pleasanton California at Tommy T's April thirteenth through the fifteenth um, at Tommy T's uh, it's a long club not a fan of long clubs like it goes the, the room goes back deep um, but the energy is usually good up in there so pull up if you're in the Bay Area and would like to see me. There's a comedy club in Alameda, the Alameda Comedy Club. I know. DC is doing it this weekend. Oh. Uh, so I'm going to have him report back on, you know, how it was. I was eyeballing it. Remember I told you that? Mm-hmm. I was like, if I move up there, I want to, like, 
I want to do a show, like a weekly show there, like yeah. where I put people together because it seems very, you know. Yeah. So I'm gonna add a little seasoning to it. Yeah, I'm saying. I I know what you mean. A little <laughs> yeah, vanilla. Yeah. It's a little very vanilla. It's very, you know. Yeah, especially with the Bay Area, man. It's diverse up there. It's so it's especially yo Alameda is surprisingly like diverse. Yeah. I know some people are probably gonna be like, no, they live up there, but because they don't really be traveling. Yeah. <laughs> Like, they don't really be leaving their block like that. Right. But like, I remember just driving around and just going through. I remember seeing a Puerto Rican food truck mm. across from Safeway in Alameda. And I'm yeah. like, what? Did you get some? No, nah, they had no vegan options. Oh, okay. They probably did, but I didn't stop. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's super diverse over there. Mm. I love Alameda. Alameda is a good time. I love it's a good it. vibe. Every time I go to my brother's house, I'll be like, why don't you go outside? Ocean's outside. Yeah, he don't be going outside. He don't huh? be going outside. And that view is every. I love walking out of his building because when you walk out of my brother's building, you are looking at the water, mm. and right across from it is San Francisco, and it's just beautiful. Yeah. Is that the ocean? No, it's the bay. What is the bay? I mean, it's like a bay. So technically, it's not the ocean. It's not. It's connected the, though. Anything, yeah, yeah. anything that's a bay is like it outlets into the ocean. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, technically, technically, it's ocean water. It's ocean water, water but, sure. but it's a bay. It's the bay. Yeah. Wait, cat man, man, you don't be going outside either. Yeah, because I don't have water. It runs in the family, man. Uh, well, I have. You know what? We both have social anxiety. We both have. Yeah, man, see? I am drained. Yeah, you've been looking tired. Thanks, damn. You have been though. You've been like, hey, what's up? Even last <laughs> night, you was like, yeah, you was hanging in there. You was the life of the party, but you was still like, I know. I, I <laughs> literally had. Every, you was like, yo, what's up? Yo? My eyes were closed between mm. all the conversation. I was eating that you tres leches. I did. I was eyes was red. I was like, yo. <laughs> the other day, was it yesterday or the day before? Oh, it was the day before. Some oh, it was at a vegan street fair. They're like, have you been crying or? Did you smoke? Yeah. And I was like, nah, bitch, I'm tired. Mm. Like, I'm mad tired. And then, like, I was tired Sunday, early. Uh-huh. And then I skated all day on Sunday yeah. at the Vegan Street Fair and then interacting. And then I had to do the stage takeover. I did I did the splits on stage. Mm. I had to roll out the splits because I'm not as young as I used to be. Yeah. I literally had to roll out and then dust myself off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now I feel it. My body is... And I did leg day that day. I don't know why I thought of doing leg day and then mm. skateboarding. I didn't. I don't know why that, I thought that was smart. Your leg, legs is on fire. But that day was so. Everybody was like, "I didn't know you skateboard." And I'm like, "I know." I'm Speaking of rolling, though. Uh oh. I want you to see Dungeons and Dragons. There's a scene in there. Okay. I know you would love. Okay. It's so ridiculous. It's just like, yo, I already know. I already know. I'm like, you gonna watch it? Oh yeah, um, I have to watch John Wick and Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. Yo, I could probably do it today because tomorrow's packing day. Like, what? I, I don't have as much of my closet left over, mm. so I can probably squeeze it in today. Yeah. Wait, when you want to watch John Wick again? You have until Friday. Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, I'm oh, thinking just, Thursday or just save it. Yeah, because um, because Thursday is my first. I ain't got nothing to do today because I got to do a call at three on Friday. And then okay. tomorrow I'm doing Kev's podcast all day. Okay, okay. All day? Yeah. What kind of podcast is this? It's like multiple episodes. It's like the Truman Show. It's like from nine to three, maybe. Oh, that's yeah. a long, that's a long ass podcast. It was a long time. Multiple, mm-hmm. multiple, multiple episodes in one day. That's how Kev does it. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. this on the internet. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. a good one. 
Uh, I don't be high, y'all. Somebody said, let me find out Sabrina be high. I do not. I just be tired. 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 Tired is a real thing, y'all. I'm going to have a very vulnerable moment, but I feel like um, the next, I don't know, forever is going to be me being very vulnerable with uh, the audience. I was so drained that when I was in the closet the other day on some Mm. R. Kelly shit, (laughs) I was cleaning out the closet packing and something just came over me where I thought I was just gonna let a few tears out mm. I had one of them like ugly cries yeah that a noise came out of me that I said what it stopped me from crying uh, and I was like what it was like <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh wow I cried so hard and I'm still <laughs> recovering from that cry yeah it was just I was just so drained yeah, but damn, I needed it. Apparently, I mean, I might need another one. Crying is, crying is necessary. Crying be necessary. I be driving, certain songs come on. I'm mm. like, why you gotta come on now? Yeah, it's Uchi Wally and shit. <laughs> why you gotta come on now? <laughs> I cry every day, man. It's a daily operation at this point. We be crying. Mm-hmm. I don't usually cry. You know, you're like even at like the accident you saw when I finally broke down. Like, I cried, obviously. Yeah. But that hard, you know, that hard cry? The hard cry. That's what I had in the closet the other yeah. day. Where I just was like curled up. So it was like the mural cry? It was a mural cry. Oh, wow. It was a that tough was, cry. That was big tears. That was a fucking crazy cry. Yeah. Yeah. That mural cry the broke mural everybody cry was... down. That shit broke everybody around. Everybody, like, I remember somebody saying, oh my God. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. That was... <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't like crying in public because it is. Like, yeah. I'll never be one of those, like, I'm crying, guys. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> post about it. I'm crying. Let me hit record. But I ain't gonna lie. I feel like I'm a pretty crier. No, it's not ugly. Yeah, like I'd be like, damn, I look kind of bad right now. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's no way. And, and like, ooh, god damn. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nah, <laughs> I be wanting to. I do be wanting to take a picture because I'm like, ooh, she cute with <laughs> wet eyes. <laughs> but then I don't want it to seem like, oh, she baiting. Right. Me. It's like, nah, Baby for the tears. I just look like a cat. My eyes is all big and shit. Yeah, I'm an ugly cry, man. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, your face when you oh, start. Oh yeah, crying. it's 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 a wrap for my face. All your muscles are. It's trash, man. That's like, <laughs> man, come on, man. It's it's hard hitting. Yeah, but at least you let it out. Oh yeah, for sure. That's one thing I'm gonna do. I want all men to just let it out. Men, if you, I mean, when was the last time you cried? Uh, it wasn't that long ago. I feel like I ain't gonna lie. I cried when Takeoff died. Okay, okay. That was a uh, what was it in November? It was November. It was that soon. November second, hey. something like that. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't, I don't really. I'm not a big crier though. Not because I don't like. I don't be emotional. Or whatever. It's right. just that I got. I've more control over them so if, if i feel it i'm gonna let it out yeah and if i if it don't hit me then it just don't hit me right like that i feel it Can't so force it. yeah mm-hmm. um yeah that was, that was the last time but it, i don't really feel too overwhelmed with my emotions that often right that whole like you crying when takeover died that's so real because when nip died that shit that hit hard mm. I, rem- I remember exactly where I was I was in that back room at the Burbank yeah and I was in front of the mirror doing I don't know what and I just remember just crying like yeah. damn mm. Nip his death hurt man that hurt so much mm-hmm. Um. oh speaking of Nipsey uh, so there is this 
audio or, or this video actually that's going around uh, and people are, are, you know, the information is incorrect on the video. It's saying that the judge claimed that gangs all have a green light to beat up Nipsey's killer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you heard this, Mm-mm. but it's like, you know, you're looking at his face and it's like gangs have the green light to do whatever they want to him and mm-hmm. da, da, da. I don't know the like I don't know verbatim obviously. Right. Um but it was actually his the the killer's lawyer who said this who's trying to plea like trying to tell the judge like yo we can't lock him up because they got a green light to Cuz every all gangs have a green light right. on this man. Right. Um which which I believe 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Which I believe for sure. I feel like that's So it's gonna... like where do you put somebody like him just in isolation? Uh, al- allegedly, mm. he was where all the gay inmates are. Okay, like or was he ain't was no there. gay killers in there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what. Sure ain't no gay assassins up in there. I like, know. Man, we was fans of Nipsey too. Yeah. So that that was alleged. I don't think yeah. that's true. I don't know, but that's like something that I I read, and I was just like, that's interesting because I feel like everybody would just be like. Fucking nip, man. Like, yeah. What he do to you? Right. Um, but yeah, I just think it's interesting that everybody's trying to make it seem like the judge said that. The judge, a judge would never be like, yeah, we locking you up, and I'm <laughs> not giving publicly, <laughs> right? Not publicly. Yeah. He definitely gonna tuck it in if he a dirty judge or her dirty judge. But <laughs> nah, yeah, you got the green light, cock. <laughs> Sixty years, cock. Green light his ass, y'all. <laughs> We're gonna put you right in the in the heart of it. Yeah, his death hurt for sure. Man. Um and also in the news is uh Logic. He put his dad on um social media the other day. Just like, yo, uh, your daddy, uh, what y'all wanna say to, what you wanna say to the people? And his dad was like, you know what I'm saying? When keeping it real goes wrong, he was just saying stuff. And in that video, Logic dropped the N-word, the in the N bomb, if you will. So people was had something to say about that. They still don't consider logic black enough to warrant the pass for the N-word. And it's like his dad is not full black, so we ain't with it. And it's just like, bro, come on, man. I think it's come on. It's y'all just don't like logic. Just say that. Just say that. Come on, man. We, we're not like, about to play the logistics of the, of the percentage. Like, oh, you got to have a certain percentage. Drake say nigga all the time. J. Cole saying nigga. You know, if you don't like saying the word, even from black folks, 100% understandable. But let's not be like, well, your percentage ain't high enough for this. And then... And then people, people are always coming for logic when he talks about being biracial. People are like he talks about it too much, and I'm just like, well, y'all, y'all tear people in half when people don't talk about their black side. Like y'all get on celebrities all the time where it's just like, man, they never, they never talk about their black side like that. They always lean towards this side. Where you don't never talk about the black side. And then when they do talk about being biracial, it's like, well, why are you talking about it all the time? And I said this in the comment section of the shade room. I was like, yo, most rappers talk about the same shit all the time. 98% of rappers talk about the same shit 
song after song, album after album. Rick Ross going to talk about making money, hoes, nice cars, mansions, money. You know what I'm saying? Rappers and Lil Wayne going to talk about hooking up with chicks, loving on them, money, hooking up with chicks. I'm the best rapper to ever do it. We out here. Rappers talk about the same shit. They're repetitive. That's what we do. I'm the best MC alive. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I eat MCs for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You know what I'm saying? I got money, hoes, money. I be fucking sad hoes sometimes. And then with that comes the money. And then we got the cars. And we, I got I, my money so long, it's longer than you. We got money, hoes again. And then cars again. We got stuff. We doing big things. And sometimes violence. And like, you know, we be shooting at people. People be shooting at us. We got guns. I got mad guns. We got all the guns. And we got guns. And we got talent. And we can rap. And we got money. That This pretty much sums up the majority of rap album content. It's the same shit from the same rapper is going to say the same things. Pusha T been talking about drug selling since the uh when did they come out late 90s you know what i'm saying drake is a man I, I like women man women be giving me a hard time i like women i got money i'll be loving them up how long he been talking about this shit it's the same shit all the time all the time so it's like why can't he talk about being biracial why can't he repeat that why can't he go back to that topic Logic talk about other shit. He also talk about making money. He talk about women. He talk about, uh, you know, suicide. He talk about anxiety. And he also talks about being biracial. You know, it's like, what do y'all want from people? What do y'all want? Let us know what you want. Or just... Just state your business off the top. I don't like this person, so whatever they do, I'm going to just get on them because I don't like them as a whole. And then, boom, pow, there we go. So it's like, come on, man. Y'all be doing the most. And they got on them, too, about no black man calling their dad daddy at that age. I'm going to let y'all know something right now. I still call my dad daddy. I say daddy. That's what that's what I grew up calling him. I didn't, I didn't remix it when I got older. I was like, hey, daddy, when I talked to him on the phone, hey, daddy, what's going on? I, can, I get it if you don't put the Y on there, but I, I always called him daddy. And so, you know, but, you know, I'm confident in myself to to not have to switch it for y'all. Be like, man, you still calling your dad daddy? Yes, goddammit. Some of y'all don't call your dad nothing because you ain't got no relationship. You know what I'm saying? You just calling him your father that you didn't know, you know, so. I'm uh, blessed to have a dad, daddy. Even though I haven't talked to my my dad in a while because I feel like he vanished on me, but that's that's a deeper issue. But historically, daddy, you know what I'm talking about. I think it's so funny that the Frederick boys say father. Well, Zay, I always hear Zay like father, father yeah, mother, mm-hmm. mother, <laughs> father, mother, father, father. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely call your dad daddy. Mm. You know, it's funny. I've never even thought like, that's weird. Right. Never. It never even like, I never even flinched anytime yeah. you've, you've said it. Mm. I've never been like. That was, the, that was the groove. Daddy, can I get. Man. Yeah. <laughs> daddy, can I make a sandwich? Daddy, like, hey, daddy. And my sons call me Pops. Pops. Or dad. 
Like Serene had a he had, he always had the same cadence when he talked to me. Hey dad. Mm-hmm. I was, that's hey a, dad. That's exactly what I thought of. Especially when he's about to ask. Oh something. yeah, when some when the ass is coming, <laughs> hey dad, you think you can every time. Mm-hmm. Hey dad. I think Sincere calls me Pops more than Serene would. He'd be like, What's up, Pops? Mm-hmm. But they would both they would both use Pops. So it's it's dad and Pops from the boys. So but I never I never told them what to call me. It was just a natural transition. It was just right, this is what it is. Mom, dad. And I call my mom Ma M A. You know. Is that is that wrong as well? Ma? And no, if you say Ma, it's like you hollering at a chick on the block. Really? <laughs> I call my mom bro. <laughs> bro. What's up, bro? <laughs> you good? I've noticed that like transition lately. I'd be like, bro, what? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't even think about it. Yeah. Because I've called her so many things throughout my life. Right. It's, it's whatever what, whatever pops into my mind at that uh-huh. moment, you're going to be called that. But it's like she always knew that it wasn't from a place of like disrespect. disrespect. She's just like, this is just how my daughter speaks. What do you call her mostly? Ma. Ma. Okay. Yeah. Mom. I don't know. Because sometimes you got to really think and, and think about know. the times that you're actually with them and what you say in the moment. Like, hey, Ma, you. Well, I just start talking. Yeah. She just talking towards her direction and uh-huh. hope, hope she knows I'm talking to her. Ma, you talking to me this whole time? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> what movie is that from? Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. You've you been talking to me this whole time? <laughs> God damn, man. <laughs> um, I do want to transition from Logic to Slash. Uh, he he, I think he trends every few months mm-hmm. about his uh, biracialness, right? And from Guns and Roses, that's who Slash, Slash is. from Guns and Roses. Yeah. Um, and people are always confused, or like I, people always assume that he hid his blackness. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's ever hid his blackness. Yeah. He's so proud of his mother. His mother's name was a uh, Ola, mm-hmm. Ola Hudson. No, Actually, hold on, I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, but she was a fashion designer. Oh wow! Uh, oh yeah, Ola Hudson, um, who dressed uh, like David Bowie up. Uh, she oh, did wow. all the like a, a lot of iconic looks back in the day. So he's always been super proud uh-huh. of his mom and everything oh, wow. that she's about. And if you see his younger brother, he he's like black. Uh-huh. Like you look at him, like oh, that's a black man. And Does like they of have course, different days? that I don't know. But uh, Shoot, even his dad looks kind of like. Oh no, he looks like a white guy. Never mind. <laughs> I see it now. Um, but yeah, people are always having this debate, like why he hide it. I could see why you. I could see why you said that about his dad. There was a, one particular picture. I was like, yeah, oh, this is his little brother. Oh wow! Oh, that's his brother. His his brother definitely looks more black. Yeah, for sure. I wonder if they got uh, the same dad. Yeah, hey, I've never seen Slash's mom until now. Okay. Oh, she's gorgeous. Beautiful. Oh, she died in t- 2009. Okay. Ola Anderson. Wow. Learn something new every day. But I feel like Slash is like... I think people just assume like, oh, he's just not proud of his blackness because he's in a rock band. Yeah. And also being attached to Axl Rose is Axl tough. Rose is, is toxic. Is tough, bro. Yeah. I wonder how many arguments they've had. For sure. Cause, I used to think about that all the time. Because Slash, again, never hit it. 
Right. He's on he's on a the cover of a book called The Blacklist. Uh So it's like he he's very much like owning his blackness. Yeah. Uh he has said though that he doesn't identify as biracial and he doesn't identify as black. But he's also from London. Uh So I feel like their culture, that stuff is just different for them. He got a British accent? No. He was born there. Okay. He's not a he's not an American citizen. He's not? No, he was born in London. Was he raised in London? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think it's just because his mother was uh, David Bowie's. Oh, gosh. You know gotcha. what I mean? So Stylist. he's not really from London. Well, yeah, yeah. He was born in. It's, yeah. it's like you're born in uh, Grand Rapids. Grand I'm Rapids. not from there. Yeah, yeah. You're not from Michigan. Yeah. So I think it's just one of those things. I mm. think just the culture is different. Also. So what does he identify as? I don't know. But also, I think we have to think about the time that Guns N' Roses was coming up. Mm. That if he did identify as a pr- proud black man, mm. Guns N' Roses probably wouldn't be who they are today. You think so? Uh, yeah. Well, I guess Slash wouldn't be. They'd probably be like, Slash, you causing too much beef at our shows. Because think about their demographic. Yeah. I don't know, though. Because he wasn't the lead. He wasn't the lead, but he is that man. Oh, oh for sure. He's the man. 100%. 100%. <laughs> I don't care. Slash but, is that dude. Like, All... I love that commercial with uh, the insurance commercial, whatever. They were like, uh, like the easy decision. And they having they having him uh, audition for like a, a music group, and he was like, "Talk about easy decision. That's like this." And it was like, "Oh yeah, like you you got the job." He was all oh, thanks, and he was playing like the riff from uh, a Guns N' Roses classic, and they're just like, "Yeah, yeah, you you got the job." But um, I, I think I think he could have been black in that group and not. I don't think so. Not hurt hurt the legacy too much. No, nah, I don't think so. Because yeah. a lot of Guns N' Roses are those are like and and if you're a Guns N' Roses fan and you're not this, don't don't be offended. Mm-hmm. Um but a lot of them are like rednecks, especially back then. Oh, that's the sound, yeah. Yeah. So it's like I just think that his um ambiguousness mm-hmm. just worked in his favor yeah. for his career and now it came to a point where he's so big that he can just be like yeah right you know what i mean it's like surprise bitches i don't know <laughs> man i don't know i don't know if it really would have tarnished because what they did on that debut album was so big i think it would have transcended and also it might have brought in more black people to yeah. the group so it might have it might have balanced out yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people have been like, oh, I ain't with it because they got a black guitarist. But then black people have been like, oh, oh shit. We can right. really get we can embrace this. So it might have, it might have evened out. Cause you know, that's what that ended up being one of the best selling albums of all time. So I feel like songs of that magnitude, bigotry wouldn't have, I don't think it would have dampened anything on that yeah. front. And it probably would have brought in more black black people to the show. I would have loved that. Yeah. More black Guns N' Roses fans. Mm-hmm. That'd have been cool. Ooh. November Rain is my favorite Guns N' Roses song. And low key, black people fuck with that debut album. Yeah. Like those those songs, like when when they come on, black people know them, and they be mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, welcome to the jungle, welcome sweet child of mine." We yeah. all in. Mm-hmm. Like you know, that shit is fire. And and plus, you know, you can look at look at Jimi Hendrix. Like he's yeah, a Jimmy rock Hendrix. god. You know yeah. what I mean? And black is. He can't hide his blackness. That's facts. It's just like, yo, Jimi Hendrix was that guy. Yeah. And I feel like 
a lot of whites were just in on it. And plus, you you also had the early death thing that catapults you to another status because you always, man, what if? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, but Axel Rose, he was cutting up. Mm-hmm. I definitely would have been on his neck if I was in the group. And then he had the the box braids. I remember when I had to work a uh, Guns N' Roses concert and uh he was in he was doing mic check and uh I, I had to do something where I had to walk by the stage and I'm like, who are they talking to? And I couldn't mm. find who they were talking to or who was talking. Yeah. And when I looked into the like the stands or whatever, I seen, you know, Axel Rose with these tight ass mm-hmm. box braids with no edges. Yeah. <laughs> His edges were literally snatched. <laughs> His face was looking crazy because he mm-hmm. had like a facelift. It must have been oh, fresh. Oh, yeah, facelift. He looked so scary. I was like, oh my God. Let me see what uh, <laughs> it was terrifying. Axel Rose looked like today. Axel Rose. Oh, they said Slash playing for Michael Jackson pushed him in the mainstream more. I love Dirty Diana. Oh, yeah. Oh, he did play on that song. He Dirt, was that dude, man. Dirty Diana is a good or ass is. song. Like, I, I rarely that's, hear people diss that song. That's, that's one of, uh, yo, he looked crazy. That's definitely one of my favorite Michael songs. Top five for you? There. Top five for Top sure. That's on the bad album, yo. You know what I'm saying? Black or white. Man, get black or white out of here. Well, he played on black or white? This oh, he was—he was in the in the the video. Oh, he's, he's doing this. He's literally black or white. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he did play with him live. Slash is yo. Slash has been in so many different projects. Oh, I can only imagine. Slash has been—he's had so many different bands. Um, he like he's formed like a few little rock super groups mm. that you'll, you know, if you're paying attention, you're like, damn, like this is a good as this is a good ass time. Yeah. Um Slash, I feel like Slash be saying yes to a lot of shit. Right. Yeah, if we would be like, that. can you play in the background of Rebel Cardio for yeah. an episode? He'd be like, yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, that'd be dope. <laughs> He's just in the yeah, corner. We got Slash in this mug, man. We don't ever acknowledge him, <laughs> but he just be playing. They'd be like, is that Slash back there? He'd be like <laughs> I mean, it could be. Anyway, so drink water, people. Like, no, nah, man, slash, not nah, water. Listen, there's no slash without water. Oh. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Um, also in the comments section, what's y'all favorite Guns N' Roses song? Let me know in the comments, man. You know what I'm saying? Pull up on that. I really like the band Velvet Revolver. He was Oh, in. he's in that too? Yeah. Oh, wow. Velvet Revolver is a super group. Uh, I'm a fan. Damn. Definitely a fan of Scott Whelan, rest in peace, from Stone Temple Pilots. I was a fan of Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, he's in that Velvet Revolver? He's the lead singer. The Revolver? Yeah, yeah. Velvet Revolver. Um, people got, they got questions in the... Uh, okay, hold on, let's pull them up. In the Patreon. Oh, I like what Miss uh, Miss Miles is asking: Are our black male entertainers being intentionally railroaded to taint their public image 
And if so, what can be done to combat it? Um, I definitely feel like there's an element to that. Now, it, it, it's, it's a tricky thing because some people are guilty of shit. So you got to be careful about, you know, when, when, when somebody does do something, we got to hold them accountable. But, but we have to make sure that it's true. And we got to make sure that, you know, things aren't being doctored up in a certain way to make a person look bad, this, that, and the third. And I feel like, you know, our black entertainers are always under the gun. Any any one false move, we're painted in a certain light, and I think that's in general with like black people, and like you know, we are made by the media to look like to look negative in a lot of ways, to make people scared of us, to make people distrustful. Listen to how they talk in the news and the media, and like you know, how they how they speak to us and about us in regards to crime and like. One false move, if you're a pro athlete or entertainer or anything like that, they on your ass. And then immediately they bring up your character. They bring up, you know, they bring up all all types of shit. When a, when a black person is a victim of a crime, they bring in, oh, well, well, in the past they did this. They always digging that up. It's like that, it's like that video I reposted recently where they were just talking about like these school shooters and like these mass shooters Oh, I never would have thought they didn't come off this way. They were actually this, this, that, and the third. And they bring up the positive elements of these mass shooters. They bring up the positive elements almost every single time. Almost every single time. If they're a white shooter, they'd be like, oh, they were quiet. They were good. They they were in the Boy Scouts. They were selling cookies. They were doing this. And, you know, nobody ever would have imagined that. They were capable of anything like this. You take a you take a black victim who was killed by the police or or something like that. If if a black person is killed by the police, they're gonna try to find a negative element about you and highlight that. They're gonna push that to the front every goddamn time. Yeah, the cops shot this kid, but did you know they stole batteries when they were in fifth grade? They stole those batteries. Double A. They stole those batteries. So while you're sitting here all sad, just keep in mind that they stole some shit in the past. Ain't got nothing to do with you killing them. I don't care what you dig. They was cheating on their girlfriends and taxes. But did you shoot them while they were unarmed? But that's neither here nor there. Look at look at the look at the past. They do it every goddamn time. They always find the negative with black folks, for sure. For sure. Ain't got nothing to do with nothing. But they gonna find that. Absolutely. Let the cops shoot me down. They gonna dig up all kind of stuff. Tony said on the podcast he was shoplifting. He said that. So why y'all up here all up in arms and, you know, fighting in, in, in Tony's name? He stole batteries. I'll delete everything. Don't worry. Man. So they can't find it. He posted, he did voiceovers and he didn't get permission to do the voiceovers over the video. 
Oh, yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> huh? More news at seven. Every time. So I definitely think there's there's uh now not now let's be real though. There's some pieces of shit black folks out there. They be doing some terrible things. But we just gotta be careful about not believing everything we hear. And along those lines, like, you know, the Jonathan Majors thing. Now it's still early. We don't know the full story about what's going on and who did what and you know, but it's just like, yo. As soon as news of that broke, it was all over. It was all over everything. Shade Room posted it like twice. Boom, boom. Two different posts. Then I was getting posts like, you know, he may have been innocent. And I was like, yo, Shade Room, you posting that as well twice? You know, so I was skeptical. But now, you know, this everything is still developing. So we're trying to figure out, is he innocent? Is he guilty? What's really going on? What's really happening? And we heard because, you know, we, we've been celebrating Jonathan Majors lately, man. He's been killing it in the Marvel stuff, Creed. You know what I'm saying? He got the army. He had the whole army campaign going. And I saw that in the movie theater. It was like this long <laughs> army commercial with Jonathan Majors. And they you could tell they put a lot into this, you know, campaign. Because it's like him walking throughout different time periods of, of war. He's just talking about joining the army or whatever. You know, I tuned it out because I ain't joining no goddamn army. Especially, I'm old now, so it's not even an option. But just got that campaign. But I can just tell they put money into that. And now they, they pull that. So it's just like, but if he is innocent, keep that same energy. If he is innocent, keep that same energy in posting the, the innocence. Keep that same energy. March your ass back to him and be like, we putting the ads back up. If he's innocent. But it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough, man, because what if it is real? What if it is accurate? So then it's just like, and you know, black folks, man, we be excited when we get a new, when we get a new star that's out here that's, that's dope and black and doing dope things. We be like, yeah, we be celebrating. And then, you know, when the shit hits the fan, we be like, oh, god damn, man, we can't have shit. That's how I felt. I'm like, man, man, we can't enjoy nothing. That's how I be feeling in life in general. That's my mutant ability. I can't enjoy nothing. Because everything I enjoy, it'd be like, you having a good time, Tone? Guess what? We taking this off the shelf. Oh, oh, that's your favorite cereal? Hey, man, pull it. Pull it. Oh, you came all the way here for that particular item, Tony? Man, we ain't got it today. Sorry. You enjoying Jonathan Majors and his work, man? Look out, man. He, he, he assaulted the girl, strangled her up, man. You're done. So it was just like, damn, man. How do you think Marvel feels? Oh, man. <laughs> they they must have went Marvel crazy. is sweating. <laughs> At the same time, it, it it's one of those things where, like, I get people or uh, they, they get concerned about, like, how the reaction would be mm -hmm. um, when things come out and stuff like that. But we also know how many people do things specifically abuse to women. And then they just be, they be all right. Yeah. They be, they go on and be just fine. They do. For a long ass time or just their whole career. They just go by and they be successful and everybody be like, well, a lot of actors I can be like, you know, they had a case. Shit. Sean Penn. I just said Sean Penn in my yeah. head. 
<laughs> Sean Penn. I was literally, that's the first person who popped into my head mm-hmm. because I saw a post today. Yeah. With Sean Penn. Uh-huh. And I when I seen it, I was like, damn, he really just out here. Sean Penn. Mark Wahlberg. Oh. And that's racial. It was racial violence <laughs> and assaults back in the day. And crazy. Yeah. Big wild. Not even now. Not he was young, but it was still big wild. Not swinging on somebody. Yeah. With fisticuffs. Mm-hmm. When it when it comes to entertainment, man, people get by with so much. And just in general. Specific, yeah. you know, specifically men, they so much slide. If they do get caught, then it's a wall, whatever. Right. And then there's like an underdog story for the comeback. And it's like, but he was guilty. Like it was true. Like come out and it really be like what yeah. actually was said was what actually what happened. With the whole Jonathan Majors thing, I personally don't think there's no smear campaign against him or anything like that. I don't think, and I I think the first thought that people get is that they're just trying to get him. And I was like, if they're making money off of him, obviously, right? And his movies are selling. He's a something that is big, and it's like, what what does he gain from? I don't, I don't get smear? the yeah. I don't get the end game to smear his name. There's there's it's no not like game. he's out here on some super political shit where he's you know mobilizing yeah. black people to vote or anything like that. He's just doing. He's just acting. He's just acting. He's just entertainer. So there, there's no like the smear his name. I could see if he was out here like, yo, man, y'all need to vote. Like, let's say if he was outspoken like, uh, what's his name from Star uh, Wars? Finn. Uh, Boyega? De- yeah, John, uh, uh, John Boyega. Boyega. Let's say yeah. he was outspoken like that. John Boyega is outspoken. He's very pro-black. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's say, I I could see a smear campaign on somebody like that because he can really like, you get him activated. He's like, no, nah, man, even though he's British, but he's very like black people. You know what I mean? My question is, and I'm not, this isn't me accusing, this isn't not, I'm just have just posing a question. Mm-hmm. Um, forget a smear campaign from like overall the man, the Hollywood figure. Right. But uh, what if it's just personal? And I'm not saying that it is, but I'm just saying like, a you personal know, smear campaign. A personal because like, say you and I were still together, right? Mm-hmm. And you, are on your way on some Jonathan Major shit. Right. And I start getting into my feelings mm-hmm. because now you are becoming larger than life. Right. You're getting m- more new attention. Mm-hmm. I'm I I could possibly be somebody who's not fully uh secure with themselves right. and like and I'm just worried about the, you know, trajectory mm-hmm. of like your stardom and mm-hmm. where you can be, and then you leaving me behind. Right. And I want to humble you real quick mm-hmm. and make sure you don't go too far. Right. I don't want you to go too far. So you know what I'm gonna do? Accusations. Yeah, I'm gonna satellize your name. <laughs> I'm gonna satellize your, your name. name. <laughs> Which that's what that's why I'm saying. Like now, it's tough. It's too mm. early. That gets a little iffy, though. I don't. I wouldn't. I um I get the point. I don't know if it can it can go that far. It was like yeah, accusations. But a lot of times when those kind of things happen, that's the rebuttal that people use for people who actually are victims. Because mm. what does it take for somebody to come out and say something? And it's always why now. Yeah, you know that's always the thing is why now. Like beforehand, it it doesn't get any push unless there's a something attached to it. Right. So now that your name is bigger. If I come out and say something, people may pay attention. 
Because your name because is your name is bigger. So now I can so be now like, I have my opportunity to voice what right. actually is going what on. What really happened? Yeah, it's not a thing of like, oh, I'm trying to pull you down. It's like you're getting bigger. I have to live in the shadow that I was hurt by what you right. did to me, and your name continuously pops up. I know mm. that has to be traumatizing for anybody that's a, a victim in right. that kind of instance. So I get the point of some people want to just pull people down um, just because, and they just start throwing out some BS or stuff yeah. like that. A lot of that stuff's not going to stick for the most part anyway. Right. Um, just because it's like, well, there's no basis of that kind of stuff. And a lot of people walk away anyway from it being like, well, mm. you heard, but hey, I'm still out here doing what I got to do. Right. So I think there's a, you know, there's just a, a lot of nuance that goes into it. Super in nuance. Cause it's like you know you 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 want to give the alleged victim you know grace in terms of what if they are telling the truth. I always I always sit in the vein of I would hate to be on the wrong side of somebody telling the truth. Like I would hate to be that guy that didn't believe a person that was genuine. Yeah. Like I I, I would I. Would, I that would that would destroy me if I was like, "Yo, you lying, you making this shit up," and it turns out it was real. Like I, I never want to be that guy. I'd rather be looked at as gullible than the other. Yeah, I'm not gonna go out here and accuse side. somebody for lying. Yeah, it take it takes way too much to come out and say and say something against somebody. Just in general, if you actually the victim in this instance, right, and you got to go up against somebody bigger, you know that shit takes some real. You know, that's like you being you getting picked on at school. And everybody else on their side, and you got to come forth and be like, "Man, they was you know doing all of this," and then yeah. everybody looking at you like, even then, like I feel like most people can relate to that kind of situation because you've yeah. been in a situation where somebody was the bully or whatever, right. and you were the one that was on the, the other side, and they you trying to tell your story, ain't nobody trying to hear you, yeah, you're like, man, whatever, man, and you you genuine, and you being honest, and you know when people don't listen to you, when you being honest, how that can make you feel inside, oh, man. Like, man. You you lose faith in everything. You just like, man, ain't nobody gonna believe me, so I ain't gonna say nothing. And remember the Jesse Smollett thing. Yeah, that's exactly what I was. I about had to compassion say. when I first heard the story. I'm like, oh shit, man. I don't understand. I genuinely then, don't understand what the hell was the point in that. I still don't know, but but people was on me because I posted about it. I'm like, oh man, you know, my heart goes out this, that, and the third. And they'd be like, man. And then people was on me for having compassion. And that's just me believing, like, you know what I'm saying? So I had no shame in having compassion when that story broke because, yeah. you know, I was like, oh, shit, something happened to him. Oh, that's fucked up. I got no shame in that. Yeah, I got played. Yeah. <laughs> it turned out to be fraudulent. And it, but it happens. I have no regrets on my end for having compassion. You yeah. know, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and doubt every single person that's really going through some things. And then it turns out, you know, my heart was in the right place. That's yeah. how that's how I roll. I my heart is gonna be in the right place. Step aside of your pride to be right. Exactly. And if you're gonna be wrong, then that's okay. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it don't like truthfully, it doesn't have anything to necessarily do with you. It's just something that yeah. is going on. Mm -hmm. And you know, and I know people want to be on the right side of history and all this stuff like that, but you're gonna get it wrong sometimes, and that's fine. Right. And that's fine. You like, just don't gotta point fingers about stuff like da da da. da. Yeah. You go hard for what you wanna go hard for, you feel right. But when you're mm -hmm. wrong in an instance, then you just gotta step aside and be like, hey, yeah. I was wrong. I was wrong. I believe I, I was I got I, I believe I, thought in they that, were legit. I got food. It's it happens. Yeah. And I got no shame in that. Yeah. I would I, but I would have shame on the other side where I was like, man, you lying. Yeah. Turns out this really did happen to them. Now I look like 
an ass. Yeah. Because, you know, I and didn't believe a real You don't got to be victim. so emboldened with like, I don't believe da 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 da. Right. Everybody coming for da da da. Like, right. man, like, just chill, man. You ain't going to play me for the fool when I'm not even directly involved in the incident. Yeah. You know, it's uh, what's crazy is I, I watched something today about uh, there's a group called Moms for Liberty. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are against social emotional learning because mm-hmm. this is something that they're, they want to introduce to schools now. Mm-hmm. Pretty much what they want to teach children is empathy. Okay. These, these moms are pissed about it and they do not want their children to learn empathy at wow. school. Hmm. They do not want their children to learn to empathize with people because that will go against everything that they believe in. When you think about it, mm-hmm. like, damn, like now they're going to empathize with black people. They're going to oh, empathize with the gays God, and the trans. Just, and, yeah, just a surface level of across the board. Yeah, it's like, it's such a crazy... I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm, I was going... I went down, down the rabbit hole this mm-hmm. morning and I was just like, yo, this is real. And they're really pissed. Wow. They're like, I don't need my child to have social emotional learning Wow! at school. They could learn it at home. <laughs> at home? You, you really? It's like critical race theory. No. Mm. Gender ideology. No. Yeah. Social emotional learning. Hell no. Wow. So that those are the three things that they don't want in school. And they're going hard for it. Trash. It's so crazy. I was just at a conference this this weekend filming. And it was like a group of people, like older, like they were, uh, some of them were pretty old, it seemed like, but they were just older group of people and they were all from different uh, political backgrounds and stuff mm-hmm. in different places. And to listen to them try to debate on stuff, it was just like, my God, like they're just tone deaf. <laughs> like they just, they, well, they, you know, they'll agree to disagree on certain things. And yeah. They can come to a common point, but it's just like, you're missing the, the good part of where you're trying to go with it because right. policies, political oh things and God. stuff like that and i was like bro just sitting here listening to one dude a couple dudes like just completely pissed me off yeah this dude was like uh um you know doing covid when everybody was on zoom then that's when the, the parents started uh um seeing what kind of curriculums the kids were learning about or whatever and uh-huh. that's when all the pushback started yeah okay what kind of pushback were you talking about uh-huh. and he was talking more about uh like the stuff that was going on in florida that kind of pushback he was on the side with that. Like, that's not the stuff he cares to learn yeah. whatever, or cares for people to learn or whatever. I'm like, all right. Well, then the other lady, they were coming to a point being like, there needs to be more transparency. Mm. He was on the side of like, they don't need to be, you know, this kind of stuff. This is just BS. T- uh, take your feelings out of this stuff and all this. And she was like, uh, no. <laughs> she was like, no, I'm not with that. Right. And another dude was like, um, I think it was a Hispanic guy. And he was like super pro Trump and stuff like that. Mm. He's like, man, you know, there's not that many of us out here. And he was like talking about like how he wants to be able to say the N word and stuff like that. I was wow. like, what does this have to do with anything? <laughs> I was just like, man, I'm sitting here with some, some fools. And these are people that want to be in positions of power or, you know, running for offices. And, and they're going to get it too. They're going to win them offices. Yeah. They're going to be hired. They're going to be out here getting elected. That's the scary part. Easily, they, they gonna have a under. voter base right there with him. Like, yes. When I first met him, he was just talking. And I was like, oh, he's he's cool. And he started actually talking. And I was yeah. like, oh, I don't like him at all. Man, hell no. Nah. It's crazy. They banning empathy. They don't want to teach empathy. They Come don't want to teach, but they want empathy about not wanting 
empathy taught. Trash. Like, but Double so standards. What, what do you want? We don't, we don't. We we want our empathy. We want you to feel sorry for us. Yes. But we can't feel sorry for y'all. We, we want our tears heard and felt. <laughs> but everybody else is fuck them. <laughs> so crazy. I mean, that's pretty much how they've been. Forever. And yeah, and forever. Literally yeah. forever. That's why that's I honestly that's most of the pushback comes from the critical race theory in general because it makes them feel guilty. Yes. It's like all you have to do is acknowledge it instead of trying to act like it doesn't exist. Right. And so then you, you just go do. about your day. Like nobody blaming you for what your ancestors did, but are you a better person today? Hmm. Are you gonna do better in the future? Are right. you gonna be a better person? Mm-hmm. There's not enough pushback. In just the general that the white community in general for people to actually do better because right. they benefit from the bad that people do, mm-hmm. and there's layers of that that go upon different areas of society. Like men, like if you're a so-called good guy, right. you benefit from being a better person than the majority of the guys who just don't do shit. Right, and you know you benefit from that, so you don't speak out about it because mm-hmm. hey, I'm the good guy. I don't know what y'all talking about. Right, so now right. I win. I win because I'm the good guy. I get the better selection girls. They treat me nicer. Mm. I get all the things that y'all talk, y'all upset about, and they be talking trash. I'm, I'm not included in that because I benefit from it. Right, and that's literally the same thing that happens when white people they will speak about something until it affects their bottom line of what they benefit from. Too much of the stuff being pulled from their benefits makes it be like, ah, oh, nah. You can ask them the question like, if we could put everybody on the level playing field, mm. would you want to live? Like somebody black, no, they and they, they oh, know yeah, they that always they, say never, no. no, they say no, no every they, time. Like, never nah. want to live that kind of life, but would you right. be willing to give up some of the stuff that you gain right. so everybody else can live a similar life to you? Fuck no, right? Same answer, no, That's not right. at all. I feel like the made the number one thing that they fear of their children, like from their children having empathy, mm. is that everything that they fight against is going to be under their own roof. Oh yeah, for sure. In, in a small package, mm-hmm. like mom, why? Mm-hmm. They're gonna be getting challenged at home. Challenged yeah. all the time, and Ooh, I. Man. It's crazy because I understand that because I was the challenger. Yeah. Growing up, I always challenged everybody, like especially in my household, because they had that old school Caribbean mindset. Right. And here I come with like, why? Yeah. What? How does that make sense? Why? Where did you get that from? You think? MTV. <laughs> Really? (laughs) (laughs) I uh, I literally was an MTV kid. Okay. That's I I didn't watch cartoons as a kid. Mm. I watched I watched the only time I was like on Nickelodeon was at Nick at Night or like Snick. Uh Like I would I was watching that, uh, but I was watching like a lot of like adult stuff Mm. and like listening to a lot of music. A lot of music has has those messages you know what i mean especially like i know people give a lot of slack to like rock music especially like me growing up listening to punk but the reason why i was so drawn to punk is because um i never saw the point in drinking i never saw the point in like you know following a system if Mm. it doesn't suit you and it doesn't fit how if it doesn't make you happy why are you going to do it because everyone else is going to is everyone else is telling you that's it's going to don't worry right. like eventually it will but like a lot of punk music was like nah like it pushed against that and it also like i listened to a lot of straight edge music which was like i don't need to drink i don't need to do drugs to have a good time so mm-hmm. like why um so like a lot of things that i was taking in and also it just never made sense to me yeah especially with my father and his like homophobic stuff. Mm-hmm. Like this does not make sense. So you're going to tell me 
that just being in the same room as my cousin, I'm going to catch the gay mm-hmm. as if it's the cold. Right. I used to I I used to tell my dad all the time because I had uh, my best friend. I used to be like, oh, yeah, we're in a relationship just to mm-hmm. fuck with him. <laughs> just to see his like his reaction like oh this is your mother's fault and she's like no 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 like chill 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 yeah. she's kidding um it was just you know, i don't know i just purposely try to take in uh information outside of my household yeah. because a lot of stuff that i was learning in my household just didn't make sense mm-hmm. it never made sense like why can't i like somebody if they're a good person right because they do things differently or they look differently or whatever the case is, like mm-hmm. none of it made sense to me. So yeah. I always questioned it, always questioned it. And then when people would try to bring up God, cause I grew up in a like, you mm-hmm. know, Pentecostal household, religious, like whenever people would try to use God as the reason, I'm like, yo, God's a bully. If that's the case, like, right. damn, like we can't like nothing. We can't, we can't, like people that are that think differently than us what about people with other religions like you know growing up in new york you know jewish people Mm. you know muslims you know like you're around so many different people and these are my friends as children so i'm like they don't seem so bad Mm. you know what i mean so i just always i don't know i just always pushed and questioned and i was just like that's dope you did it early too i didn't matter you know it takes some some balls, if you will, to you know push back against the family. Oh yeah, that's why. especially if you're the first one. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. No, there's no blueprint. The, no, of, that's the why house. the internet is. A lot of parents don't like the internet because right. of all the things that people can learn and do. Yeah. There's a an, internet. There's a lot of bad on there, but there's a For lot sure. of good on there as well. Mm-hmm. You can catch a lot of good. You see a lot of things, and it just makes you be like, hmm, you know, just yep. in general, like. I got pushed back from my parents because I wanted to get a nose ring. Mm-hmm. And I was 21 at the time. Oh, shit. You so I was grown. already, yeah, but I was still living under their house. Gotcha. Right? Mm-hmm. And I had, the the thing was, initially when I was young, I had wanted to get my ears pierced. Mm-hmm. I had been wanting to get my ears pierced. Like I, lived the, I wanted to live like a rapper lifestyle. I wanted to be like a rapper. I wanted yeah. to be like Bow Wow. That was my role okay, model growing Bow up. Wow. I wanted to be like mm-hmm. Bow Wow. Had the braids, had everything. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get my ears pierced. It's like, all right, when you turn 18, you can get your ears pierced. Yeah. 18th birthday come. Can I get my ears pierced? No. Oh, they reneged on the on the They didn't let me get my ears pierced till I was a week before I left for college. And oh, I guess wow. they thought I was like, because I had asked when I was like nine, eight uh-huh. or nine. And I guess they thought I was gonna forget. Yeah. But I've been waiting to get my ears pierced. I have gotcha. got the fake earrings from the beauty supply store and all that. So fast forward, 21. Been thinking about the nose piercing thing. Mm-hmm. Already talked to my managers at work. I'm figuring out how to get it. I'm like, I'm I'm standing outside the store right now. Yeah. Like if they say yeah, I'm in there. Yeah. So I'm out there with me and my cousin. I'm like, all right, call my parents. It's like, you know, I was a, or I texted him or whatever. Then I get a phone call. I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Get on the phone. My mom was like, mm, I don't know, Amir. I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. You know, I don't, I don't know if that's, you know, the best thing to do. Like, isn't it a little feminine or something? I was like, uh-huh. no. I was like, nah. And then my dad, get, he gets on the phone. He's hot. He's like, Amir, you get that phone. You get that uh, nose ring. We're going to have some problems. And that was it. Damn. And then my brother texted me because he was with him. And he was like, hey, bro, whatever you about to do, don't like, don't do it. I ain't never seen him that. Man. I was like, what? over our nose ring? Oh, right. Because of that, the homophobia kicked in for some reason and i'm like i have never ever showed any sign of ever being you know and then at at the time i'm like and what's wrong with that right and even then i got i so when i moved out to la i did get my nose pierced because i'm like well i guess i'm on my own now yeah i got my first check out here working so i was like all right cool when you got my nose pierced yeah and the family my parents didn't say much they i don't think they were mad about it or anything Uh i guess because they probably knew i'm gonna do what he want to do when he can do it so i did it but other parts of my family like my aunt was like 
oh, he didn't went out there. Now he kicking it with Alonzo and Brennan. He think he did it and all that stuff like that. And I talked to my mom. I was like, hey, tell her I'm happy with who I am. I like me. I like what I'm doing. Right. I'm confident in this. And there's nothing wrong with expressing yourself through this kind of way. I'm not going to do the same things y'all kind of do. Right. That's why we out here in the first place. Dang. I and I just let her have it straight. And then my mom was like, exactly. And she, right. she you know, she's going to have my back now. But it was like I had to be that person had to, to push. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm an artist. I'm going to express myself. And those right. ring ain't that deep. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just, I like how it looks on me. So I got it. Yeah. Cool. That's mm-hmm. it. End of the day, that's it. <laughs> At the I end will of the say, day. my mom was very open. In front of certain people, she'll try to switch it up. And I yeah. hated that. Uh-huh. I'll be like, bitch, you just said what? But like, <laughs> growing up, the first couple that I've ever seen outside of like my aunt and uncle, but even my aunt and uncle don't count, the first truly happy, flourishing couple that I remember uh, as a kid was my mom's very close friends, Mario and Wayne. They lived an amazing life together, mm. had a beautiful home, like super loving, super sweet. Mario was this like short, stocky dude Mm -hmm. just super small stocky and then uh wayne was oh no 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 it's the other way around wayne was the short stocky mario was tall handsome Mm -hmm. and it's just like but like these are this is the way that they were together i was like this is beautiful Uh and i never thought about it that it's two men right never even crossed my mind that oh these are two men this is weird Mm -hmm. it was just like oh they love each other anyways Right. And they're good friends with my mom and they're nice to me. Mm. And so I never even questioned it. And my mom, she she was always big on her expressing yourself because she also grew up uh, 90s, club. I mean 90s, uh, 70s. 70s and 80s like club kid. Yeah. Mm. She was always at the at the club dancing. You know, she's, and especially in New York, you have no choice. You're going to be exposed. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. So it's like. There, it you think crazy. she ever did cocaine? You think your dad did? Oh. <laughs> why why pops get the old but mom gets the you, you baby? Because I feel like my father's Well, because I, I know stories. Oh, okay. I know specific stories. Yeah. Man, my father still ain't called me back. If you were in the takeover, he still hasn't called me back. I just want y'all to know. But um <laughs> Yeah, uh my father definitely it, you've seen pictures of my dad back then. Mm-hmm. He definitely. I did just cocaine. think everybody in the seventies that was growing out man. here in yeah, the streets. Was yeah, cocaine. every story I hear is like, "What?" He definitely. Did I cocaine. feel like cocaine touched ninety percent of seventies. Yeah, I believe peeps. so too. Um, but yeah, my mom. She was always. I got my nose pierced at sixteen. I got my first tattoo. Mad young. She hated. She she didn't believe me when I said, "Mom, I'm gonna get a sleeve." Mm-hmm. She didn't know what a sleeve was back then. This right. was two thousand. I think the first time I told her was probably like 99, 2000. I didn't know what a sleeve was in 99. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to get my whole arm done. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then come 16, I'm starting. Yeah. But she she was like, okay, the nose ring is fine. And then I got the Nintendo controller inside of my arm. Mm-hmm. And then the two little things on my like on my wrist. And she was like, okay, that's it. And I was like, all right, but I'm going to start stretching my ears. And I'm going to probably get more ear piercings. And I'm going to... And then I pierced my lip three times. Mm. And she's like, all right, those are you can take those out. Fine, that's fine. Then I started dyeing my hair. And she's like, all right, yeah. This all right, okay. We can do this. <laughs> she was she was 
she was rolling with the punches, but she was like, huh? <laughs> and so uh, she's <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> I support you. But I, I really think that like it's it because it was because by the time I was seventeen, she realized there is no stopping her. Yeah. Everything they've ever told me not to do, I hated. And not even on some like gash. I hated being a pretty girl growing up mm. because I had pretty girl expectations. Yeah. Mm. I hated the pretty girl expectations. I hated that I always had to be dressed up. My hair always had to be. My hair was curly. I hated hearing, why don't you brush your hair? I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I can't brush curls out because then it's going to look crazy. So then I got stuck in this mentality of like European beauty standards and I had to have straight hair in order to be considered beautiful. And I had right. to be a certain size and I had to wear certain clothing and I had to be presenting a certain way. And there became a point where I was like, man, I'm done. Yeah. Everything you think is ugly, I'm going to start doing now. So that's why I started piercing and started tattooing and or like getting the tattoos and all that stuff. Mm. And it ended up just making me better. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> just with Standing an edge firm in your own thing i was yeah with the origin story intact. yeah no yeah absolutely because i was mm. just like i don't want to have to continue to live up to other people's standards especially with the caribbean mindset of no man's gonna want you unless you're like this right and i'm like okay then no man gonna want me that's yeah. crazy that's i'm fine i see the way that relationships go i don't want that right you know what i mean i'm fine with no man wanting don't me. promise me a good time yeah <laughs> like oh that's it let me <laughs> let me get in that that's the trade-off yeah so it's like, like moms out there with daughters, don't, don't, don't push the pretty girl ideology. Just push them being themselves because they will push back. Yeah, let them do what they want to do to an extent. To an know? extent, to an extent, of course. It'd be too much like, y'all be letting y'all kid do anything and they just be chilling. Chilling. Literally, just and I, chilling. I was a good kid. I didn't, I didn't uh, smoke, drink. I didn't do, I didn't drink at all in high school. I never tasted alcohol until I was twenty one. Mm. I didn't do the sneaking out. I wasn't like, I was not boy crazy, but I was like interested in boys. But I wasn't boy crazy in the sense that I had to have a boyfriend all the time. I was like, you know, like like my friends, they were sneaking boys in. They were like talking to older dudes, which was disgusting to me. Like. I never had that mentality. The worst thing I was doing was getting piercings and tattoos and I was dying my hair and I was questioning everything. That's the mm -hmm. worst thing I did. Yeah. But like outside of that, I was just chilling. You know what I mean? I was just like, I'll never forget the day that I came home and my homegirl's like, oh, come upstairs. I got some guys in here. I was like, guys. Mm. <laughs> Plural. <laughs> guys. But it wasn't boys. That's the part that, that oh. messed me up. It was the word guys. Oh, shit. And it was men up there? Men. I was, I just turned 17. Oh, wow. And I walk in and it's three girls from high school and four men. One was bald. No offense. Oh, man. Look out, man. Bro, if I was 17 and <laughs> right. somebody was like, this is my friend and it's you, I'd be like, the yeah. hell? That's creepy as <laughs> hell. They man. were in, yeah, they were like in their mid to late 20s some oh, probably oh, 30 that's what i'm man. saying i remember and they knew that uh, they knew about the ages they knew they had to sometimes know. men really don't know man no they knew they knew no my i, no, I, I they, get it sometimes I, men don't know they don't I, I will say that because some some girls look older than they are yeah but i feel like a good like having one decent conversation with them you'd be like oh. you 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 can you can pinpoint yeah but off the looks i, I can give you that yeah because you'd be like yo and then you find wait you you seventeen, but usually that when you find out yeah. when you when you identify, that's when you be like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm what the hell am I doing here?" I yeah. will say, if they didn't know, they knew when I walked in. Okay, because I walked in like, 
what the hell is this? Yeah. And my friend Jen, she's like, oh my God, Sabrina, this is Sabrina. This is who I was telling you. I was like, y'all were telling, y'all were talking about me. Uh-huh. And, you know, uh, they go around, introduce themselves. I was like, yo, how old are y'all? And they're saying it. And I was like, we're 17. She's 16. You sp- <laughs> she was the one with the sense. <laughs> That's mad funny. I, I don't they, care. How, how did they, they, how did they react? Jen was like, Sabrina. And the other two never spoke to me again. What ever. about the dudes? Like, the, the, dudes the, the dudes were like, oh. oh. And I, but their reaction wasn't enough I feel like for they me. Played, I feel like they played it. Yeah. yeah. Trying to be like, yeah. they didn't leave. They knew. Oh, they didn't leave? They didn't leave. Oh, no. They oh, I left. Been... No, nah, they was in. I, I was just like, I'm out. It would have just been my shoes there. You're 16. It would have just been shoes. <laughs> I would have been out of there. It, it was bad for me because the... It's, it was already bad because the girls, the other girls that were there already didn't like me mm. because I didn't have that, like, I'm trying to be grown yeah. mentality. I was like, I see the grown-ups. I'm good. Yeah. But they, you know, drinking, partying, doing all this yep. other stuff. I'm like, I'm a, I'm good. <laughs> I'm chilling. Um, And they they used to wait for me in the hallway in high school talking about they trying to fight me. Oh, we going to fight you. We going to fuck you up. Mm. I was like, okay, are you going to continue doing this? Because this is going to take out a lot of time out of y'all day. Like anytime anybody tried to fight me, I would reverse psychology. I was like, yeah. this is going. All right. You could fight me, but I'm still going to be me. And you're still going to have to see me every day. And you're right. still going to get under your skin. You're going. Yeah, I'm still going to get under your skin because I exist. Right. I'm not doing nothing but trying to help y'all out because right. y'all bugging you know what I mean everybody's got kids now they all had kids mad young <laughs> no, they, they wanted they were shooting for this yeah they were, they were trying to get the kids mad young man yeah only thing I did I got my ears pierced um, I think I was 15 or 16 when I got my ears pierced I got two I got two in one ear and I want to say I, I was probably like 16 and my mom didn't, she, she didn't trip. She was just like, yeah. I was like, yo, I want to get my ears pierced. Well, ear pierced. And she was like, okay. And you know, I'm, I'm the youngest. So she's already going through. Because when my brother got his ear pierced, my oh, oldest man. brother, he did it himself. Oh. So his ear got infected. It was a whole, you know, bing, bang, boom, shenanigans in the household. Like, why would you do this? Why did you get it? You know what I'm saying? So it was like. You know, since they tried to bootleg it, it was like, oh, damn, bootleg. So, and then I don't remember Scott uh, going through a piercing store. I don't remember his trajectory, but he was always like, out of us three, he was the, the artiest of the arty. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, piercing skateboards, leather jackets, you know, boots, tight pants, you know, it was just like. <laughs> The, the kids I went to school with would see my older brother and be like, man, he dressing weird. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it, was, it was just that type of, yeah. I'm in a very like south side of Chicago environment. But Scott and my older brother, they would go up north where the white folks was at. So they were getting exposed to like different, different visuals and stuff like that. On my end, it was just like, yo, man, <laughs> black hip hop influence shit here. Anything outside of that, we like, man, y'all weird. And so, so he was pierced up. And then by the time I get to high school, I was like, yeah, I want my ear pierced. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get two. Thought I was changing the game with that one. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get two in one ear. You do it like a hoop, Arms a folded. hoop thing? Or? I, had the, I had the little studs 
and then the initial studs, the gold ones that you can keep twisting, and then I got some hoops, and I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Then years later, I got two more in the same lobe, and so I ended up with four in one ear. You only did one ear? Only did one ear. ear. I never did the other ear. That was the thing, too. Yeah, yeah like, that was a whole thing growing up. Mm-hmm. You can't do two. Yeah, you, you can't, can't do, do the right one. You got to do the left one. You got to do like, the left, what? man. It can't be. And then, but I never wanted anything else pierced. I never had a desire to, to pierce anything else, but it was just that. <clears throat> and then on the tattoo thing, I was on the fence a lot of times. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm a, <sighs> so I never, to this day, tattooless. Same. But well, I still think I'm getting one to honor Serene, but Honestly, I just, I really don't know where I'm putting it. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest hang up is like, where do I want the tattoo to be? Because honestly, I want it on my hand. But everybody's like, the upkeep it, on yeah. that is just crazy. So it's just like, and I'm respecting what people are saying. So it's just like, ah, well, you know. That's but, what I thought too. I was like, the yeah, hand I wanted, is, something about having a hand tattoo is just I love the way hand tattoos look. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I love the look. So it's just like, man, I want it. I want it on my hand. But, but people are like. You shed too much of it. Yeah. yeah that like, and I wash my, You know, I'm always washing yeah. hands. I'm cleaning. I clean a lot. So it's just like, that chloride is going to tear my tattoo in half. Yeah. You definitely <laughs> so it's really a matter of where do I want the tattoo to be? And I want it visible. I don't want it just where I can see it. I want you to see. Yeah, that might serene. right where you put That's it. Like, it might be. Here. That might be right there. That's yeah, always the a good spot. Forearm. Yeah. I like that mine is. I only have one other tattoo on that arm. Oh yeah, yeah. It's literally just him on that arm. Right. And then that's it's it. like a it's like a new uh, community development. Yeah, it just <laughs> it's just it's just his tattoo. Place, right. Here. Yeah. It's new over there. Ain't nothing really over there yet. I was thinking of like sticking with the like black and gray mm-hmm. since it's just an outline. Yeah. I was going to, I was like, maybe I should just do more outline tattoos. I wanted to get an, an outline because it just ha- just so happens that all my pets have happen to be black and white. Yeah. I could get Midnight Dapper and Nabisco in just outlines. outlines. Oh, yeah. That's dope. Around it. Yeah. And I could just do outlines. How would Dapper look in an outline? Fat. So it would look like he <laughs> to differentiate between the two cats. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have the the leg like the okay, gotcha. You know what I mean? And the, in and shade in the black. So you would shade in the black parts of Dapper. Yeah, all everything's gonna be shaded in oh, that, sh- okay. that is black. So midnight will be black. Right. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I was just thinking. I was like, I could just have just them over there. Mm-hmm. And just have that. But uh, yeah, I gotta make a decision. Yeah, I think forearm is good for you. Dapper is fat. Is dapper fat? Yeah, he is water wet. <laughs> Do I drink water every episode of Verbal Cardio? <laughs> yes, he's fat. My I was looking baby. at him today, and I was just like, "Yo, man, you fat, be man." Fat. And I really don't be feeding him like that. And it's just he just big, man. They don't do it. cats. Don't do a lot. I'm surprised they don't now, like, like normally be bigger. Now, a part of me thinks maybe I should get them a wheel. I would. I love that idea. Yeah, 
But I don't want to get it and they don't use it. Now I'm going to be pissed. You're wasting my money. <laughs> they sleep Cats really just decide what they do and don't want to do. Right. And it's really like random. You never know if it'd be like, oh, they. I think they might actually like this. And then they'd be like, yeah. So yes. it would be a gamble. I got to be like, all right, they might not like this. But I really want them just because they, they don't go outside. So it's like they need some... They just be at the house chilling. I know yeah. if I was at the house like them, I would be fat too. If I ain't doing nothing, just eat. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting fed. I'm getting, I'm getting. You know, I get attention when I want. Yeah. And if I don't want attention, then I don't get it. I'm chilling. Cats really got it made. I think they struggle with me though, because I don't really give them the attention that they want when they want it. Mm. So it's like I could be a challenge because I'm not. Yeah. I'm not on their schedule. Yeah. Since I'm not on yours, you're not on mine either. It's not me being petty. It's just like, hey, man, look out. I can't do no Especially if I just got dressed. Don't rub against my leg. Oh, my God. How you putting the fur on my leg? That's why I don't want a cat. Yeah. Because they shed too much. They do it on purpose, too. They see you get dressed. They ignored you all day. When you was in your whatever clothes, your chill, you don't care if it's cat hair on it. Soon as you get dressed, that's when they be like, let me rub my body on your leg. Every time. Never fails. And it's always come out of black nowhere. Stuff too. They be like, "Oh, you got your little outfit on. Let me put some fur on that." And I'll be like, "Come on, bro." The other day when I got out the the car at the gym, uh, cause when I left the house, I didn't really look down. Mm-hmm. But when I got out and I the sun hit my my shins, yeah, just white hair. See. And I said, you, you know who it is. Motherfucker. I know it. Can't you even know who that is. The other day when I was, yesterday, when I was on my way to the gym, I feel a cat, you know, rub up on my legs. Mm. And, I, and I'm and i like, hey. And I saw it was midnight. I was like, oh, all right. I'm wearing black pants. You could do it. Oh, yeah. You you good. There's a little hair blending. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. But yeah, I noticed today Dapper really needed attention. Mm. He really needed attention. Like, he was like following me and plopping in front of me every chance he got yeah like he would run up the half the steps plop uh-huh. and like look at me like please just yeah. just kick me around a little bit uh-huh. <laughs> it's funny that his eye contact full eye contact yeah full puss in boots please <laughs> yeah and i'm uh, like rub him you know with my foot mm. and then i'll go up the rest of the stairs and then he'll do it again plop right in front of the room door please yeah. just just kick me it's funny because that's so like BDSM of him. Mm. Like he really just wants to get kicked. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. The other day I was dragging midnight with my feet, and he was just taking. He it. takes it. He just midnight just gonna take it. it. And I think that's what I think they do know we're leaving. One thing I like to do with them is when they're chilling, when they in their own little space and they vibing out. That's when I give them the attention. <laughs> oh yeah. That's when I come in. I be close up, you know, pet. Because I don't be wanting to activate Midnight. Because, like, if he's chilling, I'll be like, man, look at Midnight over here. I start petting him, and then he want to rise up and stand on his feet and then arch his back. I'm just like, bro, just let me. Just because as, as, as soon as I pet his head and it goes down to his backside, he brings the booty up. So he's going to be like, yeah. Face down, like, ass up. Yeah. So it's just like, man, just just chill and take these pets. And then Dapper, if I ain't coming with the feet, then he'd be like, don't touch me. <laughs> don't touch me, man. Not with your hands. So yeah. anyway, we got to get the hell up out of here. We have been an hour and 26 minutes in. This is a movie right here. Um, want to thank y'all for tuning in to Verbal Cardio. 
Sabrina say this is her last in studio. This is my last in studio. I don't think it's going to be her last in studio. Why? I just don't. Then I'm back for verbal cardio? Yeah, I think she'll be back again, y'all. I got to fix my laptop by Tuesday. Yeah. I know. It's It's time, man. It's that price. Five hundred? How much? It's five something. Man, you oh, got it's almost six hundred. No, I do not. I'm moving what, to New what? York. It's expensive. You got it. Man. You got it. You got it. You got it. No shit. We don't got. I would, it. That, they sent me six hundred to fix a MacBook. I'm just buying another one. I'm not gonna lie. Five hundred though. It's fine. What, 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 what's what was wrong with it? The is screen. The screen laptop is, is the livelihood. It's it doesn't it turn on. I would. What I what I do last year? I just Apple Card apply for the Apple Cards and make monthly payments on the new one. I was like, mm. right. you can do that. Yeah. It's it's uh it's pretty clutch. The other ones just would be dead, but five hundred dollars to fix a computer that's probably worth five hundred, six hundred dollars probably. Yeah. It's that's what it is, like the value of it, in you know, in my opinion. Right. Target got a uh, iPods for or iPads for sale. But I can't tune in via iPad, huh? You can. It's just you know, I've done a lot on my iPad, but really? there's certain stuff I just wouldn't do on I iPad. Can't, I can't. So like, it's like, oh, I want to run a podcast off an of iPad. You're going to be in hell for <laughs> for a long time. Mm. Yeah, man. They're capable, but that, that ain't their strong suit. Yeah. Um, I'm going to miss y'all Patreon. No, I'm going to still be in here, though. <laughs> I'm acting like I even see y'all when I come to the studio. <laughs> I'm going to miss you guys. Yeah, guys. Um, thank y'all for tuning in, man. I uh, appreciate y'all for coming back uh, from Daddy Issues to here. Uh, always appreciate y'all. Shout out to the patron saints, to Chatsworth, if you will. Thank you for the topics and the questions and for listening to us. Um, what do y'all think we should timestamp? Let me know. What moments do you think really popped and resonated? And you got the timestamps too? Um, so uh, let me know too. I'm all ears. Uh, I appreciate y'all. Uh, stay tuned for the John Wick review and the Dungeons and Dragons reviews. They'll be dropping shortly. Uh, a review for 65 will also be dropping shortly. If I'm anywhere near your city, please pull up, assemble your crew, your friends, all of that. Um, I want to thank y'all for supporting me and anything that I do. I want to I thank y'all for supporting Sabrina as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, thank you. Y'all guys. be holding her down, you know what I'm saying? Holding the porch down and all that good stuff. And your. Uh, yeah, y'all. Y'all have uh, good meals tonight, good dinners. Wash it down with water. Mm. Wash it down with water. Mm. Even if you have wine or whatever other, you still get some water too. No excuse. Can I just do a little plug for yellow dragon fruit? Do that a stuff is plug. It's my new favorite fruit. It was good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Eat some yellow dragon fruit, especially if you're trying to clean out your system. Where'd you go for it? Sprouts. Oh, it's a sprizzy. I yeah. also got one last week at like Whole Foods. They're everywhere right now. Okay. It was good though. Man. It was a good time. That was my first time having it like that raw. Anyway. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to another session of that verbal cardio.